0: hello and welcome to episode 94 of the book wars pod uh today we are listening to uh dooku jedi lost the new star wars audiobook by somebody kevin scott that kevin guy scott. Kevin, kevin scott
1: uh the f- that somebody misspelled on the outline so well done to remember okay there wasn't an outline <laughs> <laughs> this is why i'm not That's allowed true. to do the outlines Hon-
2: yeah honestly that was that was our fault for leaving kristen in charge
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god. i tried oh my. my best oh my god <laughs> we- <laughs>
0: We are reading what I almost just said was the first, but it the word is the start of the book through chapter 13. Um, Track 13.
1: Whatever. It's still a chapter. If it's an chapter, audio
2: chapter Audible listed as chapters.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Okay. I was sleeping in the car. Number
0: 13 is where we are reading slash mostly listening through.
1: Um, <laughs> Wait, today's... so we listened
2: a little past that. Can somebody just... Give me a sum up of the last thing that happened.
1: Oh, it's when is on his way to the funeral. On yeah. his
2: way to the funeral. But
1: not at the funeral.
0: Yeah, they're like about to land. Yeah.
2: A bunch of okay. shit's
1: about to happen because I
2: also
0: got oh
1: it. Thank
2: you.
0: Okay. <laughs> guys.
1: Sorry. No reading ahead. I didn't no mean ahead to. This time. Okay.
0: Uh-huh. Um, so this is a fun episode. It is the first one, if I stop hitting my mic, um, <laughs> that we're recording where Kate and Chris have a new home.
2: Yay!
0: Woo. Uh, Woo. Are you guys drinking anything to celebrate?
2: Obviously. Fuck yes. Who do you think you're fucking talking to, Miranda? <laughs>
1: okay,
0: I did not <laughs> I come out know, to be attacked. Chris.
1: You're usually drinking water, and by the time we start the pod, you've finished the water.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true, but now I'm drinking again, so, so it's fine. I went through that, like, three-month dry phase. It's fine. It was a weird time.
1: It's, it's fine. You're allowed to not drink. You're just... It's it's a very uh normal thing that we ask you what you're drinking. So find something more interesting, or don't drink your whole drink, even if you're not having alcohol. Is my point. It's mm. fine. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, what are you drinking? What a sore spot. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. It's not like any grudges have been long held here. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> um, I am drinking a glass of Redbreast 12 Year single pot Ooh. still whiskey. Ooh. It is delicious. And also, can we have a moment for the fact that liquor in Boulder, presumably in Colorado, but spec- my experience being specifically in Boulder, is like solidly 30% cheaper than it is in D.C. Duh. Yeah. Like, I got this bottle, and admittedly, this bottle was on sale, but I got it for $40. Like, this Ooh. bottle easily costs 90 in D.C.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. you... Wait, this is, this is, uh, you had a bit of it in Ireland, as I recall. Yeah, I
2: had some of this in Ireland, and it was, and it, they caught, they charged me like, I don't know, 12 euro, 15 euro for, uh, for like a drink of it. So, huh. It's not cheap whiskey, and yet I got it like a regular sized bottle for $40, and I cried. So, we went to that liquor store. Shout out to Hazel's Beverage World in Boulder.
1: We walked out of that place looking like literal alcoholics. We we good. spent we what
2: what we spent in that store was in the triple digits by a good chunk. Uh,
1: good, yes, that's fine.
2: Uh, so yeah, now that. I'm drinking. I'm drinking uh, Redbreast Irish whiskey. I will also say for listeners of the pod who have been concerned that I was going to run out of tequila and not be able to get more of the great Mexican tequila that we got, uh, fear not. Because the tequila situation in Colorado is far less dire than the tequila situation in the D.C. area.
1: Shocking. Absolutely everybody. I know.
2: Everyone is surprised.
0: (laughs) Kate, are you drinking anything?
1: I am. So uh, since we have moved, not only are we in the land of apparently cheap liquor, but in the land of amazing beer. Also, Chris lost his potato during the move (laughs) and now has... um, a squishy, uh, like, stress ball cell beaker that used to sit on my desk at work because I used to work for science. It's not hey. my fave. No, it, it's uh. it's not because he keeps, like he's now pressing on the top and the bottom and then now it keeps like boinging out of his hand so this is gonna be a good episode y'all okay, um i have a so stressed
2: donkey somewhere it just hasn't full, been unpacked
0: full yet. disclosure when you said beaker i thought you were playing with like a glass beaker and i was like well that seems like a terrible fucking idea <laughs> that's <dangerous. laughs> like that's good get- oh god somebody's gonna like get an infection after stepping on it when he <laughs> so no one here on is wearing ground.
1: goggles <laughs> no, everyone should always be wearing, wearing goggles <laughs> on this podcast
0: i have my glasses on but does that count Uh, no it doesn't doesn't
1: provide protection around the peripherals it's It's correct it's it's true our safety consultant would tell you that you are not being you must be wearing safety goggles when you are cutting paper (laughs) so honestly to that person i mean yeah literally our safety guy is like if the kids are cutting paper with safety scissors they should have goggles on anyway so (laughs) i know we now have access to good beer and also like plentiful amounts of it at reasonable prices uh like we were at avery brewing this weekend which was delightful i got quite drunk
2: yeah shout out to avery brewing
1: which is lovely anyway right now i am not drinking avery i'm drinking uh crooked stave um out of denver it's a sour rosé so yeah Ooh. so it's apparently fermented an oak with raspberries and blueberries and it's fucking delicious so yeah what are y'all drinking uh frame,
0: frame Ode Bruin. Uh twenty nineteen
1: barrelage, two years. Um
0: Is it a sour? I think it's a sour. I think so.
1: Yeah, that's what a Bruin is.
0: Oh, fuck me then. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Boop. It's got cork. Go ahead, Miranda, pour it. Uh so well. <laughs> Kristen just walked away to go take care of some personal business, and while she does that, we're just gonna carry on to discuss the Star Wars because she doesn't even know what's happening anyway. <laughs>
2: um, Honestly, though. But this one is an audio medium. It's her time to shine. It's I know. Built for her.
1: I know. Uh yeah, no, there are no written words involved in this one. It is just it's kind of a hybrid slash radio play, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um it's got all the extra trappings descriptive bits that are involved in uh, a book narrative but they got a a super full cast to come on and do all the voices and and cool shit and there's all the um lovely sound effects and pew pew in the background that we have come to expect from uh penguin random house audio Mm -hmm. and so can i just say really quick that like this is my first
0: time listening to an audio book second time listening to something like this um And, like, the one thing that I did enjoy, though I have many thoughts and complaints about, Mm -hmm. that I will probably want to explore more in depth later, is the fact that they're using, like, Star Wars music in the background as well Mm -hmm. as, like, part of the journey. And I have lots of feelings about how they go about doing that, but I just think it's something that's really cool.
1: Yes. Agree.
2: Yeah, I think the score is really. I mean, it's not an original score. It's it's all existing Star Wars music, but like I do think that it does really add to those to the cinematic element of those moments. Um, and yeah, Miranda, I'm like you. I don't listen to audiobooks for the most part. So this is my for this. This is the first time, at least in a very long time, that I have listened to something via audiobook or Audio original in this case that I have not read, so
0: mm-hmm. interesting.
2: Definitely a new experience for me. Also, Kate, I know when this was announced, we had a pod, a discussion within the pod about how we were going to cover this one because it's not a book,
1: right? Yeah. So we, originally we were, we're not just audio gonna... original Wars pod. <laughs> Great. We should be. It... <laughs> audio I should original have led with that, guys. Pod. I'm, I'm uh, sorry. That was ah uh, ah. Uh... It's okay with two more episodes of this because we were originally going to do this as a bonus episode. And then uh, we were kind of, like, just talking out loud about that that idea in the Tashi Station Patreon Slack. And then um, Tom, the um, wonderful associator, Del Rey, popped in and was very helpful, as he always is. And was just like, you should spend at least two episodes, like, just talking about the story, not even, like, wrap up or anything like that. And we were just like, oh, okay, Tom.
2: Okay. To be fair, that... The part about Tom is correct. I was from the get-go very pro covering this the way we cover books instead of in a bonus episode.
1: I think I think part of my thing, I think part of my bias with it though is that um much like Chris and Miranda, I don't listen to a lot of audiobooks or audio only. Like honest to god, I hardly ever listen to podcasts. Um and it's because first of all when, you know, a lot of people would, you know, listen to these sorts of things on their commute, uh, which I did not have because I was a fucking like 10 minute walk from my job for six years, like a dick. And second of all, like when they're doing, you know, meaningless sort of spreadsheet work at their at their at their offices, which, again, I did not do because I edit for a living and I cannot, you know, in depth edit words and then listen to words at the same time. My brain does not do that. Third of all, as Chris might tell you, I have a listening problem. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: just gonna sit here, sit my whiskey.
1: And I cannot pay attention when people are talking and all the on all that's happening is that people are talking unless I'm like sitting there knitting. So it was like mostly fine as we were listening to the first half of this because Chris and I were listening to it on our road trip over from Virginia. And so there was literally nothing else for me to do besides listen to the thing. But I am not always easily distracted. But there are certain moments when I am. And trying to listen to a thing is definitely one of those moments.
2: Yeah, it's definitely true. Um, And, you know, for me, on my side, you know, as soon as we kind of heard about this and kind of got the confirmation from uh, Delray... The just like them tweeting about it that it was going to be you know like audiobook length so like essentially, essentially it is a book length. audio audio drama.
1: It's a little bit more than the six hours. I yeah. I, so it's I it's it's, a,
2: it's maybe on the shorter end of book length, but it is book length. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, it's, I for whatever reason, I was immediately like, yes, let's cover this as a book, even though it's obviously not a book, just because it's a longer. Story than something we usually deal with, like you know, our our longtime listeners will, you know, y'all know that we do like seasons of TV in a wrap up episode or video games, or or in a bonus episode, excuse me, or we'll we'll like recap movie new movies when they come out and give our thoughts. Um, so and that's something we do in a bonus episode, but for this, I just figured there was going to be so much story that it would require. A more in-depth discussion and i especially since it was billed as like the origins of count dooku this great adventure with ventress it it was built to be a really big story or was billed as a really big story
1: and as it turns out there's a fuck ton going on which we'll discuss yeah but yeah. oh my god <laughs> but so
2: to me it's 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 funny because you know we're book wars pod but we're all about the multimedia aspect of star wars and this is and also it's just it's a new medium and hopefully you know we'll talk at the end a little bit this episode and at the end if this medium worked for us but like presumably it's one that if this did well it will continue um they'll do hopefully do another one maybe do another one um and you know to me that was just really interesting uh way of expanding star wars in a way frankly that i never really saw coming I like it just never occurred to me that they would do something like this and so I wanted to cover it like that.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I mean we'll see if I don't think this is necessarily us being like and now all future content will be covered in full episode arcs like <laughs> No, but this no. was
1: enough of feel like of a very closely a book hybrid that we wanted to actually yeah, do it in a book like manner.
2: Yeah, also there's never been a video game that's been worth talking about for more than one episode. I mean no offense to Battlefront 2.
1: Roasty toasty. I, uh, yeah,
2: really. Really, there's only been one video game that we've talked about. No offense to Battlefront 2. it's The campaign's just not that long. And, you know, we'll see if Fallen Order takes more than one episode. I have concerns about that game. So I don't envision us spending more than one episode on it right now. We'll see how that goes.
0: Is that the fake Kanan one? Yep. Yes. <laughs> right.
1: White Kanan. <laughs> That is a great way of putting it. Um, I also think probably it's worth honestly doing a deep dive into this particular story because Kevin Scott is um one of the authors attached to Project Luminous and so far we've really only seen a short story from him and he's worked um quite a bit in the comics, but we don't cover the comics on the pod anymore because Marvel can suck my dick. He doesn't so. actually
2: work for Marvel. He works uh he does work on the Star Wars Adventures line from idw excuse the. so that's the all me. ages line as opposed to the marvel canon line
1: never mind so
2: all of his employers can continue to not go fuck themselves yay as far as we know
1: yes this is correct
0: um uh fuck, what was i gonna say uh oh yeah so you mentioned that he's done like a short story that was one of the ones in from a certain point of view mm-hmm. it yes. was and it was Question actually
2: mark? it was the obi-wan time of story, death. story time of death
1: is that the one with Qui-Gon? I haven't No, realized. it's the one where he fucking dies. Oh.
2: It's Obi Wan dying.
1: Uh they're okay. I maybe remember this. Funnily enough, the uh the uh the uh, Obi Wan and Qui-Gon story was by Claudia Gray and also called Master and Apprentice. Love it.
2: Yeah, call it a proof of concept story. Yes.
1: We <laughs> <laughs> we'll yes. probably discuss that so much more when we do Master and Apprentice. But anyway. Yeah. Cool. Anyway.
2: Um so did we wanna go deeper into pros and cons? Do we wanna just dive in and say pros and cons for the end?
0: Uh, who doesn't I'm... understand British accents? What?
2: Is sounds that... like it was Kristen.
0: <laughs> oh my fucking. One of the God. things listed under con is everybody just sounds like a <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
2: I have I have one con that's not that's in the same vein as that. And it's a con that I know Kate and I share. Miranda, I don't know if you share it. I've I've heard it on the internet. I think it is probably the biggest complaint that I've seen with Dooku, Jedi lost.
1: Wait, I I kind of want to hold pros and cons till the end just to kind of bookend the episode. So we'll keep everybody in suspense for a hot second. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Kristen's favorite question. Kristen's favorite question, and she's still off somewhere doing some stuff. But we'll do. We'll we'll ask the question (laughs) anyway. It
2: sounds very sinister.
1: (laughs) It does. (laughs) She's doing normal stuff. but She's just not even. Doing... We left her out by the docks.
0: She's gotta come home oh, by herself. She... Oh my god! <laughs> Gave her like a couple bucks. She'll be fine.
2: Out so, doing stuff.
0: Just yeah. Taking care dock... of her enemies. At oh the docks god. doing some stuff. <laughs> this kid's move... docks. She's at the moving,
1: space. <laughs> moving all that spice. Um. So. <laughs> okay. So LA everyone's with her blue boys. Oh my god! Stop. <laughs> everyone's favorite establishing question. When and where are we, and who are we talking about? Which is are all multifaceted questions. So, so let's do it.
2: <laughs> I also love as as we get into this question. I do wanna I want to shout out to Kristen's framing. As we said earlier on the pod, Kristen was the one who put together its outline. God help us. Uh, outline says, Dooku and Ventress, and this dude in Ventress's head. <laughs> Sub point: Yes, I still don't know the names when we're listening.
1: Okay. But to, to that, to that point, while it is hilarious, I legitimately, maybe it's just me and I, I I guess I'm just extremely used to having something in front of me when I'm talking about a story, a story or a narrative, but it bothers me that I don't know how to spell anything and I have, not only do I have a listening problem, but sometimes I, like, I legitimately have a hard time hearing people's names. Like, you will introduce me to yourself unless you have a really basic ass, like, white bread white person name i will probably not know what it is for like a while which is bad for my students ah uh, but anyway Sorry, you
2: don't need to know your students names it's college it's true
1: <laughs> but yeah no uh, but, uh quote unquote the student ventures has had her former master um it took me the longest time to catch his name even though we have literally met him before on the clone wars and i had a face to like put to it it was very frustrating Wait, did when he... did we meet him on the clone wars in, in the
2: Ventress flashbacks.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I think um, during that Dathomir arc where she's there and she's visiting Mother Talzin, she, uh, Mother Talzin kind of like pulls all these like sad traumatic memories out of her and that he's part of them. So we have okay. actually seen, we have seen part of her backstory that she talks about here. Gotcha. That's
2: true. We have seen the death of the pirate who first took her from Dathomir. We've seen Kynaric's death.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say, uh, Kate, I, I really agree with you about, like, the audio medium thing. It took me a long time, like, several chapters to realize that Kai and the guy who died the first time were not the same person. Is that a thing? The guy who died the first time. The first pirate. There was, like, oh, there was oh, another oh. guy who died. Yep, I'm there. And then yeah. the guy in her head showed up, like, later.
1: Right. Yeah, uh... And if and like, if you don't have, if you don't remember seeing that on Clone Wars, it was like really just like maybe half of an episode that they talked about it. Like, of course, you wouldn't have remembered. Like, that's not surprising.
2: Yeah, and that's and that's something to say about the medium too, because there isn't as much room for covering ground that we know.
1: Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, in terms of like when and where we are, so we are establishing the timeline. We are with Ventress and Dooku in his palace on sereno very early in ventress's apprenticeship so that's all the clone wars though isn't it
2: uh or maybe it's not no i believe this is this strikes me as pre-clone wars oh
1: that's crazy like
2: this strikes me as the republic still doesn't and we'll get to why later it it, because it's it becomes a little more clear why i think this timeline um but from the sense that she still seems to be very early in her apprenticeship with Dooku. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're kind of like still feeling each other out. And Definitely. she is still very Som- skeptical of him.
1: Sometimes with pointy pointy lightning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's, um, he's also st- still alive. St-
2: still, in, still in the love through yes. discipline phase. Um,
1: yes, yes.
0: Uh,
2: I get the feeling that this is pre-start of the Clone Wars. So this is still like the Republic is whole. Okay. Dooku has not come out as a Sith Lord yet.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. So we've got that timeline. We have Ventress thinking back to her childhood and her time with um, Master Narek uh, in her kind of like those few years he spent um, teaching her as his padawan and then just kind of inhabiting her brain hole. I've asked Chris whether he is a figment. He actually is a figment of her imagination and he has told me to keep listening, so... I'm going to do that. I have indeed. (laughs) And then the third timeline we have is Dooku kind of basically recounting his childhood. So we've got him as um, an initiate in the temple at this point into chapter 13 up to him being a young man. Right? Yeah. Like probably mid-20s or some shit. Early 20s. Did we get that
0: far I think I think he's like, like still like 18, 19. He's you know what you're probably
1: right because he's still Padawan. Yeah. yeah. My bad. But yes. So that's... yeah. So
2: he's he's yeah late teens. Right. Maybe early twenties.
1: Okay. So we're on Soreno and we're on Coruscant and we're on Soreno again. And where's where, what the fuck is the name of that planet? As Ventress was trapped on? Something about Tars. I don't know. Which planet? Where she was a kid with Naric
2: oh shoot um rat attack
1: oh that's right because I'm just like because it's a Rattata it's a Rattata planet it a a Pokemon yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) sorry oh my god played a lot of Pokemon today
2: fucking Rattatas they're
0: everywhere
1: oh my god they like tall grass
2: they do -do 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 they're fans of tall grass
0: you know who does not like tall grass Zubats uh, I was going to say Saifadius.
2: <laughs> Saifadius, not a fan of the tall grass. This is very true. Oh wow, way to tie it back.
1: <laughs> Damn. Thank you. That was very hard on that one. <laughs> that, was, that was good. That was well thought out. I'm proud of you. Thank um you. So there's a lot of plot that kind of gets packed into this thing. So Chris, do you want to give us like a brief like recap?
2: Do I ever? <laughs> um,
1: We're not a recap pod, but.
2: Uh, what am I giving a recap of?
1: Just the general... Pl- all The
2: flashback timeline? The,
1: all the three plot lines, especially the, the Dooku is, is a baby plot line. Wait, now. what
2: three... T- you keep saying three plot lines. What is the third plot line?
1: There are three timelines. There's Dooku and Ventress and Ventress going after yeah. um, his sister. And then there's Ventress as a child. And then there's Dooku as a younger person.
2: Oh, I haven't really counted Ventress as a child as a timeline. I've just counted that as like plot exposition
1: okay but i'm counting it as the timeline just because this guy is in her head and making her relive trauma because star wars
2: okay fair uh
1: fuck you chris oh i'm gonna
2: explain <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna explain the dooku timeline because that's the only one it makes sense to explain at this point mm-hmm. and it will make sense why i say that once we finish it well sure um, also, nothing's really happened in the Ventress timeline so far in the okay. pre- hashtag present timeline. She just has lots um, of
0: trauma. That's that's all that really came trauma. out of her.
2: Trauma Woo. <laughs> um. So but it starts with Dooku as a baby, uh, a baby initiate. Uh, he goes to Sereno. He at this point does not know that he is the Count of Sereno's son. He finds that out when. He has some sort of weird force connection with a giant stone dragon, much like Mushu in Mulan. Uh,
1: <laughs> Did I think of that while we were listening? Great so stone absolutely. dragon. Absolutely.
2: Come on, Stony, wake up.
1: And then he basically uh, knocked the head off. And then he it knocked his head off. Fucking broke the entire <sighs> building. <laughs>
2: God damn it, Dooku. Um, but anyway, and so then he finds out who he is. It's very awkward for everyone involved. Uh, fast forward to he's a older initiate going to be a padawan uh and he is already quite talented uh super nerdy and has been communicating with his sister who he met on sereno as you know jedi are not supposed to have attachments or so i'm told by master yoda oh my god uh (laughs) yeah so Um, this is bad bad so yeah not supposed to be doing that Uh, he's best friends with sifo whose murder he will later be responsible for.
1: Yeah, no. I was like,
0: no. I was going to incorporate that into a point later. I mean. I still will. You
2: still can. Yeah. (laughs) I don't care. No, I'm sorry. I made, I I spoke of that particular plot point. It's done. We've crossed it off the list. Nobody else can talk about it.
1: Chris, I hate you so much right now. Fuck you. I don't play by your rules. (laughs) Yes, Miranda!
2: (laughs) Um... And then uh, they are somewhat. uh, They are something of troublemakers, shall we say. The Ron Weasley to Dooku's Hermione. Wow. That's. No, well. Yeah. 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 No. No, no, we're we're going to keep the relationship aspect in there. We're going to go with it. Um,
1: Because.
0: because they're gay for each there's other, there's okay. no evidence Duku anyway. is isn't gay okay can um, you like just stop taking my points before
1: we get to the part where we <laughs> put it in the outline sorry. Like i would really every- <laughs> listen the number of times i was like now kiss i was like uh, during the t- uh, when we were like listening to it was probably incredibly obnoxious so we were all thinking it um, I'll, let chris, I'll let chris actually finish it
2: <laughs> um but then they have a hashtag Bad youthful experience in the dark side room in the Jedi Temple.
1: Well, they took shrooms. No, yeah,
0: they took some bad shrooms. <laughs> they took shrooms and
2: then just fucking.
1: What to their shirt that's great,
2: great Stone Dragon, and <laughs>
1: We're mixing so many fandoms right now and it's disgusting.
2: Yeah, there's a lot happening. Yeah, no, Even they... for us, this is a lot.
1: I know So buses. These so are
2: the three timelines. Dooku, Mulan, and Shrooms. Harry Potter. And Harry, oh, and Harry Potter Potter. And, yes. <laughs> and shrooms. Four timelines.
1: Have you had shrooms today? Um we do live in Colorado now. It's a it's a thing. We live near um,
2: Denver. We can legally get shrooms.
1: Oh my god. But I, I, I wanna I wanna I wanna pause for a second at the restricted section part, which is literally the secret Jedi. Or not Jedi Sith artifact, like evil The shit. Bogan Room. Yes, the Bogan Room, thank you. Where they just have on hand right in their library behind a false window tons and tons and tons of just like evil crapola <laughs> which makes total sense. What could go wrong?
2: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this in my in the next section as well. Because I have so many thoughts about this.
1: I know, but I just want to have a minute for like the logic or non-logic of this, where it's just like, they're not open for study and they are considered extremely bad, but you still have them in your house and not even locked up nicely in your basement. They're just like off in your pantry somewhere. (laughs) Like why? Like why? It's
2: the equivalent of keeping the gun under the bed.
1: Yes. And the bullets are definitely in the chamber. Oh yeah. Like what the hell?
2: Um, but anyway, uh, enter purple lady
1: master castana
2: master castana
1: <laughs> i don't know why lean, i knew that lean
2: castana thank I you i don't
1: know why that was the association but there it is <laughs>
2: um uh enter her uh, allegedly a jedi doesn't seem sketchy at all <laughs> um who kind of mentors duku takes siphadeus as a padawan and is doing some things that the Jedi Council is not entirely comfortable with because she is very interested in the Sith artifacts and finding them so that the Sith never return.
1: It's like Spoiler was, alert, they do. It's like, is Professor Snape cool or not? Nobody knows. Oh my God. <laughs> or is it quarrel
2: <laughs> Except that Castana has presumably done more than one good thing in her entire life and so it might be worthy of moral redemption.
0: Okay, this is not that podcast. Moving right along. <laughs> I
2: have so many thoughts on that. Jeez. Uh. Snape truthers with the original Raylos. Don't at me.
1: Oh, um, oh, spicy hot take! Oh my god, I'm gonna need more alcohol for right? that. Right. Oh, um, anyway,
2: uh, all this happens, uh, and then it is discovered that Dooku has been communicating with his sister, but then uh, Dooku's mother dies, and so he has asked to go back to Sereno for the funeral.
0: Yes. Um,
2: that's a that's a general. Yeah overview
1: yeah yeah year
2: one at hogwarts
1: <laughs> great um oh god i know so first the fucks as you can tell if you've read this or just decided you wanted spoilers about this audio thing and just decided to listen to this podcast which what's wrong with you um but number one there's a lot a lot a lot of jedi lore packed into here there are so there's so many opportunities for um, you know, future Star Wars stories to delve into um, the mythology of the Jedi and the Sith. Um, you know, just like these legends and these other stories. There's literally like, literally Slaipides finds like a Tom Riddle's Diary sort of situation thing going on. It's, 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 it's wild time. Second of all. Um,
2: Tom Riddle's Diary or Marauder's Map? One of the two.
1: It's like if they had a Jedi baby that then turned evil.
2: So kind of like a pamphlet? Is what you're saying
1: yes <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> it's like no no it's not even like a pamphlet it's that's like, what i took from that it's the, the evil it's jedi because like... <laughs> it's not even a data pad it's like a fucking like which i imagine to be like a super tablet it's like a it's like a fucking like um e-ink reader that's not like waterproof yet <laughs> is what that shit is um yo
2: you're so right <laughs> fucking it's a fucking nook is what it
1: is (laughs) like first generation oh my god um second of all it's this this story is super super character driven, especially obviously centering around dooku and his god like he all right well first of all why why focus on dooku specifically for a story because his name is in the title Okay, thank you. That's great. <laughs> oh my that, god! It's hard-hitting you're journalism. So,
2: you're so. You're so right, Ryan. You just gave
1: Chris cancer. <laughs> like...
2: it's you oh know, once that title was granted to them from the ether, they really had no choice yeah. to go then Ryan, to go with it.
1: I really appreciate you prepping me for all the like little shitheads I'm about to teach in the fall. But this is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot. Very suddenly. Um, but he, he is an interesting character, right? Because, um, you know, thanks to the, uh, let's say shaky storytelling in the prequel trilogy.
2: Heroes on both sides, gate
1: Oh Jesus. my God. Christopher Lee fucking pops up out of goddamn nowhere with a lightsaber. And you're just like, who the hell is this motherfucker? Cause fucking... Maul got sliced in half and fell down into the garbage chute and wound up in the trash can playing it. And we, and and that's all that's all he wrote. So we needed another extra villain. So Christopher Lee. Poorly utilized for being goddamn Christopher Lee.
2: Yeah, and it's and this this is kind of straying away from audio drama thoughts and more just into general dooku thoughts. To me, as somebody who grew up in the prequel generation, like I th- I was helpless. 11, 12 when Attack of the Clones came out. Dooku was always incredibly underwhelming to me. I mean, one because we don't know anything about him because plot reasons. Um but two because like as a well, I did know who Christopher Lee was because I am a Lord of the Rings fan and mm-hmm. he is obviously a Saruman. But
1: really?
2: Even that I don't, you know, young people don't understand what a legendary actor, you know, the late Christopher Lee was. And so
1: actor sh- super spy see, literally james a, bond. literal assassin yes literal james bond
2: oh my god he's metal metal uh death metal star as well yes um he's he really was a renaissance man for our times <laughs> um but to to a young person and think about it from a young person's perspective and again it's it's per george lucas a story for 10 year olds right like you see this random sorry give me one sec you see this random a frankly old man he is portrayed as an old man he is bearded he has entirely white hair and you see him show up with no explanation of why he's cool other than mace windu being like he used to be a jedi like I mean, a lot of people used to be jedi and it's kind of like why do i care like this dude's not cool like it wasn't Maul. Maul was cool right like you don't sorry go ahead
1: no this is my point like marina i don't know about you but like he like um dooku popped up out of nowhere and i'm like haha your name sounds like doo doo number one number two yes who's this old fucko number three where the fuck is my boy maul he had horns coming out of his head at least (laughs) no
2: absolutely it (laughs) absolutely feels like a step down yeah from at the time it felt like to a young person felt like a step down from maul who was billed into promotional shit as this amazing villain for a new generation he gets cut in half. Then you have this old guy. Like, yeah, I can't identify with him. I don't want to aspire to be an old guy.
0: I mean, I, they obviously did not have this foresight, but I feel like it's a very powerful statement to introduce his old white man as like a villain, but they just did it as like, this guy's here. Yes. It's yeah. Like, okay, yes. I guess we hate him now. I yeah. know.
2: So for storytelling, like they could have built it up. So anyway, that's a different podcast. Uh, but but yeah. so we have Dooku and we don't, know much about him and don't really care
1: right we don't know anything about him and honestly the Clone Wars didn't really fill in a lot of the blanks for at least for me I don't know Miranda what do you think (laughs) the Clone Wars yeah or like Um, anything about
0: Dooku's best honestly (laughs) I mean no like I was I was really excited to see once I came around to the idea of like listening to an audio medium storytelling thing um I'm glad especially now that I've gotten halfway through it that it's about him because like I don't fucking know anything about Dooku I don't think that Star Wars until this point has, like, ever tried to make us care. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about this a lot later and, like, in the next episode and in the wrap-up, but kind of a cool, cool dude, except for, like, the evil thing, but...
1: Yeah, no, I mean, we we know that he was Yoda's Padawan at some point in his life, but uh, before this, I don't know if we were exactly clear on when he left the Jedi Order, how long he was actually a Jedi, um, how fucking amazing he was at being a Jedi. Like, he's, I mean, he, he's an amazing warrior, and clearly just, like Chris said, he's a giant fucking nerd, but to the good, right? Because now he knows all these fun facts about how the Force works. <laughs>
2: yeah, and it's interesting because this, this, one of the few Legends books I have read is Dark Plagueis, and this, the Dooku timeline in this is a departure from, the Legends timeline of Dooku in terms of when he is still with the Jedi and when he's not. And we can talk more about that, but it's, it is an interesting departure and what they did with his character, because you're right. It, it's a completely blank slate.
1: And I mean, speaking of blank slates, uh, you know, again, Cyphodius is a name we have heard, who it's obviously very key to the clone, clone wars. Uh, we see, I think uh, a hollow recording of him for about 0. 0.5 seconds in one of the later seasons of the clone wars. But other than that, also, Giant fucking question mark, and so I think honestly to link him back into Dooku is kind of genius.
0: Dooku wants to
1: fuck sifo Yeah, he does. Yeah, like and real it, bad. It, it, oh yeah, absolutely. Like him, him pining over him. Like, uh, actually, I think I'm going past like where we're supposed to read. Never mind. I think you are.
0: I'll come. I'll I come mean, back to that. Even still, like the level of detail that he goes into, and mm-hmm. like the, like the hologram. He sends Holcom. Sends to his sister. I'm mm-hmm. like, this sounds like me talking about my close personal friends before I realized how fucking gay I was. Dude. Like, I see you, Dooku. I know what you're about. <laughs> I too have had very good friends.
1: Oh, yes. He's just like, that's Sifo, It's my friend. Like, all the time. And I'm it's just like, like, oh my God, bro. I just want to be friends
0: with them all the time. And, like, you know. We Maybe we, touch mouths a little bit. We just, like, I just want to spend all my time with him. Mhm, and be
1: close and <laughs> what if we kissed <laughs> right I love you that's so true now, honest to god though like I definitely got those vibes like I have not checked AO3 yet for the scifo duku slash that inevitably has popped up oh, since... I'm sure it's lit oh no I'm sure it's everywhere and if it's not then I'm angry like already but no it's it's gotta be out there
2: um but yeah so the fact that they're Like the why Dooku is like, because, I mean, because we can, because, because Star Wars, because it can, but like also because we don't, he's still someone we don't know anything about. And those characters are kind of, we're kind of running out of those characters, like major characters we don't know anything about between Mm -hmm. the TV shows and the books and the movies.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're, we're, we're listening to this and then we're reading Master and Prentice by Claudia Gray right after. And I mean, I think in terms of main characters we don't know a ton about and hadn't been, like, have been around for a while and hadn't yet been given their due, like, Dooku and Qui-Gon are kind of the final frontier. So, I'm excited also to read these back-to-back because baby Qui-Gon. <laughs> yeah, lots of prequel content. Hmm. Yeah, No, Miranda, I know you're into it. <laughs> so, no, like, honestly, God, I'm happy for you. It's great. I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm, I mean, I'm enjoying listening to this. It's, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of like information that I didn't know I actually wanted. I want to say, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, this kind of goes into the format. So, Kate, talk talk a little bit more about kind of the format in which the flashback timeline is told.
1: All right. So, there's a lot there's a lot of framing in this narrative. So, we start off with it being from Ventress's perspective, and then it switches to Dooku's perspective as Ventress is listening to him, and then. Dooku who provides um, hollow recordings of himself, like messages he has sent to his sister, and his like personal diary, which I too leave my personal diary lying around, where any old force user could fucking get to it. Like the smart person I am. Well, yeah. Well, what else would you do with it? Ah, well. narrative reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so just it's-
2: just sitting here sipping my whiskey, I'm not saying anything.
1: You know what, Chris? Just play with your beaker and shut up. <laughs> All right, so it's so it's Duku's hollow messages. Like it's him tell it's him telling it's young Duku telling his story to his sister via older Duku giving us these messages via Venturus absorbing these messages. So it's a whole whole ass Russian doll of a of a, of a narrative structure, which is which was fascinating to me. And um, I kind of want to talk in the wrap up about. How I felt about it and why I think it was necessary. Or do you want me to talk about it now?
2: No, you should talk about it at the end because actual narrative reasons happen.
1: Okay, sure, and I'm sure they do because I have not absorbed the, the thing in in entirety. But um, so that so that all is going on. Um, you're you're in you're jumping around into a lot of different people's heads, um, and I think what I expected going into. Uh, this audio medium was for for it to lean a little bit more radio play and a little bit less audio book. And by that I mean, um, you know, I did not I- expect Ventress's um, interior monologue to be, you know, thought on saying This is like, you know, I'm I'm looking at some trees right now, the sort of thing. Like you you would kind of get some sound effects in the background and like maybe her walking some like noises of her walking around, but mostly it would just be. Um, a dialogue script, like just her talking, talking back and forth with the people. Yeah. So that surprised mm-hmm. me. Um, and I think I probably would have wanted more of that, but I will hold off judgment until I like get fully to the end of the thing. I, I also think there are reasons like there, there's, there, I think there are reasons why Delray decided to do this. Um, but. As uh, for storytelling reasons, I I don't know if I haven't an answered to that yet, and we'll see.
2: Yeah, I will say yes and no, like you do and you don't. Um, to me, I was also like thinking, and I guess maybe this was Kristen's point, but like it feels like space Harry Potter,
1: the mm-hmm. t- the young
2: Dooku timeline,
1: absolutely, mm-hmm. with him running around. I Like I, one of the one of the lore things we get is what it's like. I guess to be growing up in the Jedi Temple, we really don't get a lot of that. Um, we, I think the earliest on we get in um, Jedi's lives is them being younglings and booping the boopity do with Yoda. <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> and then- yes, doing what Luke did as a 19 year old at like age six.
1: <laughs> yes. Not even six. They were like four and five. Anyway, they were like doing the thing. And then there's a, jo- there's a, Gap in whatever their upbringing is, and then we get to Ahsoka being a Padawan and doing that whole thing. And that's kind of where, and yeah, we get Ahsoka being a Padawan, and then, you know, Anakin graduating to being a Jedi Knight, and we see Obi-Wan sitting on the council. Like, you know, these are the stages of a Jedi's career. But we don't, we don't, we haven't seen a lot of the initiates. We haven't seen how the Masters choose their Padawans or anything like that. And Chris, one thing you brought up while we were listening was how. Um, either not unsure if Kevin Scott did this because Kevin Scott is a a British dude, or if this was you know something that uh, Lucasfilm, the story group, decided to put together. But um, one of the things is we like they're basically like it's like Hogwarts houses but for Jedi.
2: <laughs> I know it's oh, yeah. so like you just like it's and it's funny like I don't begrudge them this, but it's just funny. It's an example of kind of like seeing being able to see the, the making of the sausage behind write what you know, like what Kevin Scott presumably and J.K. Rowling presumably know is British boarding schools, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we get. Like we get schools where you're away from home, although obviously in Star Wars that was kind of built in, but like where you have houses and that's kind of like where you interact with people. Right, it's and like it's
1: a built-in way for you to like make friends and relationships. Yeah, it's just and, and it's like I, I don't have thoughts on it. Was, it's just yes. funny
2: because it's one of those things where it's like, I don't believe this was copied from Harry Potter. I believe this no. was copied for British culture.
1: Yes, <laughs> exactly that.
2: Um, and for me, one of the things, and I and I said this to Kate before we listened because I, me being me, I listened when this came out. Um, and I kind of had these thoughts as I was going through it the first time, and I said to Kate as we were going through it this time, I didn't love the space harry potter aspects of this like i didn't love that it was the adventures of like harry dooku and ron syphidius like <laughs> sneaking into the library um just because that's just not you know though is the first time we're getting that experience in star wars and
1: you mean the schooling aspect of it the
2: schooling or? aspect the kind of incremental timelines of like you have a set period of time and then you advance and then you have another set period of time and like mm. i don't know it's a little weird to me um and in the past like these kind of I've, I've complained about stories in the past being like kind of wikipedia like in that it like gives us an event and then fast forwards to the next significant event um but it does it does work because it gives us this view of the Jedi and Jedi lore that we haven't seen before from the eyes of somebody who doesn't know it, which I think is the interesting part.
1: Right, and I mm-hmm. think that, I mean, it has to be like that. Otherwise, like, why the fuck would you be getting this information anyway, like, narratively speaking?
2: Yeah, I mean, yes, there's, like, all of this goes back to the narrative and the fact that this had to be a proof-of-concept thing and it had to be, you know, this and this and this. Right, and why but not? in-universe.
1: Right, and for people who, like, aren't used to, like, listening to audiobooks, like, why not give them all these little... Like nuggets to get them right hooked.
2: Yeah, it's it's you know, the first of any new medium is always. Uh, has to do certain things. Let's say,
1: mm-hmm. right. Plus, you can't really do, unfortunately, any kind of schooling story at all without it getting compared to Harry Potter, and that's not anything else's fault. It's because Harry Potter was Harry Potter. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's
2: racist, though.
0: <laughs> yep. I also think that you can't do something that's not kind of this serial style. Like you couldn't do um is it Empire's End? That's the third one. Mm-hmm. You you can't fucking do that as an audiobook. Mm-mm. Like yeah, totally. They're just on fucking Jakku for months. Yo. Yep. Like the whole book is them crawling across the desert. Like this you have to have something that moves a little faster. And Absolutely. like I you know, I disagree with you Chris, but um, you know, if you're going to have something like this where you're going to be listening to it, I think it does have to move faster. It does... Ha- the plot has to have some kind of momentum. And, you know, whether or not you think that the way this was done is the right way to do it, um, I think it's effective.
2: Yeah, I I absolutely agree with that. And I, you know, to your point, I uh, my my opinion is... There are times when I'm objectively right. This is not one of them. This is my subjective opinion.
1: When have you ever been objectively right?
0: I'm sure there's <laughs> been once.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, exactly. Like It's very much a matter of taste. It's funny because I like I, I said before, one of the few Legends books I've read is Darth Plagueis. And I I am lower on that book than pretty much anyone I've ever met who's read it because people really like that book. And to me, it's, it's the same complaint. It's like the, to me, it's, it's this to someone who likes it. It's this episodic, fast moving plot. To me, it reads kind of like a Wikipedia article. And again, that's, that's just a taste thing. And that's not, that's not a quality thing. That's a taste thing. Um, but, and so to me, that was, I was a little worried about that going into Dooku, but then it all does come together in the end for me. And we'll talk about what made me change my mind.
0: Mm-hmm. You clearly sure. didn't spend your high school years reading Wikipedia articles for fun.
2: No, I did. That's the point. That's why I want my. <laughs> then books how do you not enjoy this? <laughs> um.
1: Chris likes is Wikipedia over here, and his stories over exactly. here. Fine.
2: <laughs> Keep them separate.
1: Oh my God! I was gonna make a joke, but it would have been really bad, and somebody. Would yeah, there bad. were a lot of possible
2: jokes yep. to make there, and uh, none of them were appropriate. I'm no, no, not,
1: not gonna, gonna no, no, say anything. Going. Moving right along.
2: So let's talk about the Jedi.
1: Oh, do we? Is that better? Is that better, Chris? No,
2: it's not. <laughs> and let me tell you why.
1: Great. Chris pulls out his little soapbox. If oh
2: you, if you're a long time listener to the podcast, you may have heard. Number us Never one, say, we're sorry. Yeah, hey, that's on. <laughs> no, honestly, that's on you. At this point, we've warned you. Oh my god. Um, you may have heard <laughs> us say, perhaps in fact, the Jedi were bad. <laughs> I posit. Fuck me! That we were being far too generous.
0: In, oh in this essay, he will. <laughs> in
2: in this essay, I just. And and we aren't in part two of this yet, and we aren't in Master and Apprentice yet, which. It's not great. It's not a great look. Oh, but, holy wow, are the Jedi bad at their jobs? Like, it is just one giant bureaucratic like monastic mess in the jedi temple Mm -hmm. and costana who regardless of what you think of her and her motives her professed goal is to try and prevent the sith from coming back and they're just like this isn't a book so i don't know why you brought it back (laughs) and it's just it's And again, we're going to talk much more about this. This is kind of just a primer to my feelings on the Jedi in this story. But you have... It's not just that the Jedi were unaware that the Sith had come back. Kind of what we understand about the Jedi to this point is that they had no idea the Sith even still existed. The Sith were legends. They were myths. There was no warning that any of this could have happened. And then we learn... A Jedi is literally going around looking for Sith artifacts because she has a bad feeling in the Force about what's coming.
0: She has a bad feeling about this.
1: Sure does.
2: And not only do they not approve of her and dismiss her, but they take everything she finds and lock it away in a room to never see the light of day, Indiana Jones style.
1: (laughs) But it belongs in a museum. Um, It's almost like, I mean, this is... The, th- the thing about this is, like, I, I, I was I was listening to um, you know Cassana plead her case to the, to Master Braylon and Yoda and everything and everyone to absolutely no avail. They told her to basically stuff it. But it's like you know, it's just like people these days who are just like, oh fuck, where did all these Nazis come from? This
2: isn't my America.
1: I know, like, absolutely stunning, unheard of.
2: <laughs> the hot dog that is America has betrayed us.
1: Yep, oh my God. correct. But honestly, it's 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 literally just like that because you just don't because you know when you when you think that the past is only the past you get fucked that's it's why we just, study history indeed
2: it's just my 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 previous favorite analogy on this podcast as some know from me constantly bringing it up I hate is, it you. The frog. is the the hot dog that is the clone army
1: oh my god
2: and again we are led to believe that it's just a simple misunderstanding of this hot dog will never betray me. But the Jedi researched the hot dog. The Jedi debated whether the hot dog was a sandwich.
1: I, I hate the you. The Jedi so toasted much.
2: the bun. They bought the condiments. Oh my god. They bought the grill. They bought the prepackaged hot dog from Costco.
1: All right, I'm typing into Google now. How to get a divorce in Colorado? <laughs> <laughs>
2: And they just, it is just so, like, it's, it's like barely even dramatic irony. It's just straight up stupid irony.
1: It's not stupid irony, Chris. It's just fucking stupid. It's just stupid.
2: Like, Like, it's just such stupidity. It's like, obviously we have the benefit of hindsight and this being stuff that we know how it ends up and it's not good. Also, it's... And the fact that it's fictional. (laughs) Side point. (laughs) But, like, just on its face how can you be the jedi order devoted to peace and justice but also learning and be like no we're not going to talk about the dark side ever dark side doesn't exist it it's it's fake it's i don't even know where you heard about it it hasn't existed and it never will again
1: but you know as yoda says you just gotta take your feelings shove them in a little can and then yeet that can way outside the galaxy Including your fears, your concerns, your bad funny feelings. Nope, just put put them in the little can and just boop. There it go.
2: And where we can end this this discussion for this episode is by I'm gonna read my note. Uh, does somebody want to read my note on the outline for me?
0: Is it five C?
2: It is. It is five C.
0: So Chris wrote on the outline. Goddamn useless, terrible motherfucking
1: Yoda.
2: Yoda is the <laughs> worst. Change my mind.
1: Okay, but if we're reading Chris's note, we are also reading the note that says the Jedi are bad. And then uh, someone who I assume was Kristen wrote.
2: <laughs> it's obviously I, Kristen. I read
1: this says Airbud and where's my fucking crossover event of the century? That was me. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my god.
2: Wow. You've been living with Kristen a good long while, huh?
0: No, I'm just always thinking about Airbud World Pop.
2: I uh,
1: you know what? That's living your best life. Relatable content. Living your best life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then I spent one of Chris's rants trying to figure out what the Jedi pun would be for that movie and I came up short. So, listeners, Oh
1: yeah. Please send us your, force. Please send us your suggestions
2: come on that was great oh my god come on
1: no chris nobody cares Odie, i know you're listening please send us your suggestions thank you and goodbye
2: <sighs> <laughs> thanks for listening to this thankless episode of Book course pod
1: fuck you chris
2: i'd appreciate it in my own time uh next episode we're gonna be finishing talking about the plot Of Dooku Jedi Lost, the audio drama by Kevin Scott. Uh for those of you who are going by track lists, that is chapter 14, Through to the End. Uh in terms of plot, it is the funeral uh on the funeral moon of Sereno, which I cannot remember the name right now. Um Through to the End.
1: Something
2: with an M. I think so, yeah. I just remember Tom and Elizabeth Schaefer just like Hashtag funeral moon for like the entire two weeks leading up to this.
1: I love them so much. Uh,
2: no, as they should. It's, a, it's an it's an amazing concept.
1: The whole moon for a fi- like. I want to live. I love cemeteries. In case nobody knew, because I'm a crazy
2: motherfucker. I would love to go there. Yeah, it's it's really it's really a brilliant concept. Um, anyway, in the meantime, thank you for listening. We are back in action and back on our regular schedule. So hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and Tumblr at Pod. email us bookwarspod at gmail.com, and rate, review, and subscribe to both Book Wars Pod and the Tashi Station Radio mega feed on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. It is the best way for people to discover the show and really for you to play tricks on your friends. <laughs> uh, if you are so inclined and have the means, please donate to the Tashi Station Radio Patreon. It really helps us cover our hosting and production costs, uh, and give us coffee at ko ficom slash pod. Porkchop is firmly established in his new home, and I think personally he's just waiting to uh, waiting for his his moment in the spotlight uh, to be to be our new our new Instagram pinup. Uh, our theme song is Whiz Bang by Poddington Bear. Our logo and artwork are by Joe Butera Design. Thank you very much both for bearing with us during the great moving adventure of 2019 and for listening to the Book Wars pod. Uh, for Miranda, for Kate, for Kristen, who, who I hope is out of the bathroom by now, <laughs> I'm Chris. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week.
0: Oh, I have to bring us in. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible.